Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Pray for everyone that we could all feel joy. And I am peace. asking for prayer for my family. I would like family. to ask prayer for the unity between different congregations. Please pray with me uh, for my uh, nation. We pray for successful operations. Pray it will be a safe journey. Pray for their well-being. We pray that you will unite us, unite us to be good brothers. You have given victory, Lord. Thank you for leading and guiding us. Shalom and welcome to Jerusalem Praise. I'm Eir Pinto, and together with me, as always, is Monica Yaguri. How are you doing, Monica? Doing wonderful, thank you. And you? I'm doing great. It's really great to have you here. Nice haircut. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also with us is uh, Chad Oland. You were with us uh, before, all the way from uh, King of Kings Communities, uh, just down the hill, right? That's right. Thank you uh, for having me again, guys. appreciate it. So it's great to have you, and soon we'll, we'll talk more. Um, but Monica, I would like to ask you to start by praying for this uh, program that God will really join us. Our Father, we just thank you that you are already here, and uh, we, I just pray for your grace uh, and your help for us to join you <laughs> and uh, help us to be one with you, Lord. Uh, thank you that this was your prayer and, uh, for us to be one, Abba, and uh, we look to you. Uh, we thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your grace, uh, this new uh, year, this new first program of the year, Lord. And we ask for your leading, for your guidance, for your direction, Abba, and we ask for your grace. And uh, we ask for wisdom also, and uh, we pray that you would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you and, and lead and guide us, Lord. And uh, we give this program into your hands and everything we talk, and may it be pleasing unto you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks, Monica. And today's topic is how to pray for the new year for 2023. So I would like to open this uh, program with a Bible verse from Isaiah 40, uh, verse 30 and 31. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Amen. So I'm going to now turn to Chad. How are you doing? Maybe just remind our viewers a little bit about yourself and where you're from, what are you doing here in Jerusalem, and just a little bit of a background. Sure. Thank you guys again, Yair and Monica. Thank you so much. I love to be on Jerusalem Praise. Uh, uh, my name is Chad Holland. I have the privilege of serving in a few different roles, um, mm -hmm. one of them being as the CEO and the overseer of King of Kings Ministries, which is a network of uh, many different congregations uh, and, and para-ministries here in the land, mm -hmm. and uh, that's a great honor to, to lead that team. Uh, my second hat that I wear is I still get to uh, be the senior pastor of King of Kings Community here in Jerusalem, it's right down the road. So yeah. I'm on home turf today, and um, uh, you know we're trying to uh, really follow what we sense the leading of the Lord is when it comes to sharing the gospel mm -hmm. um, with various types of groups. Uh, certain, certainly, we want to be influential in the Orthodox community and in the religious community, but there, that's not the only community. Uh, here in Israel that needs the gospel. Of course, we're Definitely. talking about Ethiopian uh, 
immigrants and Russian immigrants and Arabic speakers and those from Muslim backgrounds. And now we have the Ukrainian-Russian conflict uh, providing uh, new opportunities. So, And the seculars. Well, and the sure, seculars, right? of course, which is the majority of the country yeah. at this point. So we're really trying to fish mm-hmm. on both sides of the boat, as mm-hmm. the uh, parable stated. And, and the Lord's been with us, and we've had uh, some great fruit and great testimonies um, by God's grace. Well, hallelujah. So, um, okay, before we go to 2023, what uh, did God taught you and the church here and King of Kings in general uh, during 2022? Mm-hmm. What can we learn for this next year? Yeah, I think we all learned a little bit about the tools that we have available. Of course, I think all of us had to get a little stronger, a little sharper in how we can communicate through media mm-hmm. uh, and social media and use it appropriately. And so I think we all tried to make strides forward. But what it also showed us was where were the boundaries of media and social media's effectiveness in terms of community life development, in terms of accountability, spiritual growth, and relationships. There are boundaries to it. So what, one of the things we learned was there are so many things in the New Covenant scriptures that we're commanded to do as believers that you cannot do unless you're in person. Uh-huh. And for those things... We started to re-encourage the congregation after all the regulations were lifting and and it was safe. We had to re-encourage the congregation on the specific things that the local congregations are called to do together that you simply cannot do by watching online. Now, Mm -hmm. you need both tools. Of course, this is a great program and, and we're utilizing one of the tools. And yet there's another half of the tool set, which is the things you need to be in person. So that was a big lesson for us, and we yeah. tried to teach that well to the congregation. Well, well, can you give us an example of these things that uh, you know God told, tells us to do in person? And yeah. not, uh... let's, say, let's say you have a, an offense against someone. The Bible says you go to that person, you talk to them, or you use a witness to help you, or you bring it before the elders. It talks about the laying on of hands. It talks about serving uh-huh. the poor. It's hard to serve the poor only through a screen, right? That's true. But we were able to, by God's grace, in 2022, with all of its challenges, we were able to serve over 20,000 kosher meals uh, at the at the various locations of our feeding centers. We were able to serve over 600 families at our distribution centers, and we saw over 700 clients at our counseling centers. All of that had to be done in person. There was mm-hmm. no way to transfer those goods and services through the screen. And so... Each one of the tool set is very important, but we kind of had to learn how to define each one and why we needed each tool set. Uh-huh. You talk about the counseling center. I think we had uh, Catherine here on the show. Right. Right? It's, what's the name of the center? Anchor of Hope Counseling Center. Yes. Okay. There's going to be an anniversary, right? Is it like 10th, 10th year? Right. So up? we have the anniversary coming up on yeah. January 29th. We're only two weeks away from it. Um, all of the past students are being invited back. All of the... The counselors are going to be on stage with us that night as we honor Dr. Catherine. And now we're, we're talking about seeing clients in three different locations. Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, and Benyamina all have offices now. Wow. Yeah, wonderful. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, so uh, any, any other like uh, important thing for 2022? Or we can uh, sum it up uh, with uh, prayer and move to the challenges of 2023? Yeah, I think the only other thing I would add that we've learned and we tried to encourage everybody on was the importance of relationship itself. Mm -hmm. We noticed that uh, the culture is pushing us to a little bit of artificial friendship through Mm -hmm. social media um, without the touch and the feel of true uh, living life together. And so we've really tried to focus our community and the network of congregations and leaders 
on the value of relationships and not to take them for granted. And by way of that, trying to create new spaces in the congregation for people to meet one another once again. We don't want to take that for granted that they come for a worship service or they come to the prayer centers, but were they really connecting as friends? And so we've tried to recreate and, and build new spaces and emphasize the, the need for the depth of real relationship. Okay, so not just coming to church and sitting, looking, and then leaving, right. but also like interacting between one another and like mingling. Right, not being a consumer, mm-hmm. but really being a participant in the kingdom work. That's nice. Okay, good. So maybe can you summarize 2022 in prayer with the, with our viewers? And I believe this was also a challenging year for all of you. And we'd like to thank God for the good and really you know, pray for the for the bad stuff that will be resolved in 2023. Absolutely. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you that you were so gracious to guide us all in in each one of our unique situations um, through 2022 and and, and really coming out of the corona season uh, early uh, last year. Holy Spirit, we want to say thank you for your guidance as each family had to sit before you and listen to your wisdom on what was the right fit for them. And then coming back into a normal workflow and a, and a community flow, we thank you that you re-emphasized how important relationships were to all of us, that to live in our own little apartment castle and to try to live life only through a screen and have all the food delivered, while it certainly has some benefits, it, it showed us where the lack was. Mm-hmm. And we thank you, Lord, that you gave us a spirit of discernment that we can build a a healthy congregation, a healthy body of Messiah into the future. So we say thank you. And even in such a difficult time, uh, using us, utilizing our Mm skill sets as believers in Jerusalem and all over Israel to serve the poor, to serve the needy, to meet the needs of those that need counseling, and to bring new people to faith. God, we thank you for letting us be a part of that in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Okay, now going to 2023, it's like, what should we pray about? Monica, you had also a few prayer topics. Maybe you can start by, you know, pointing out a few of them. Uh, anyway, I understand that you always uh, do. So that's what I was uh, looking into. Uh, you always, uh, as a church body, uh, start the year with prayer. That's right. And uh, like 21 days of maybe prayer. Maybe some people maybe fast as well. And then uh, I checked that by now then you've covered lots of different topics. And uh, that the theme for, for you... I understand that different ministries have different callings from God, and then also God gives them different directives for for the new year. So for you, it's uh, thy kingdom come, I understand, and it's based on the Lord's Prayer. And then maybe you can talk about that a little bit later. But then the topics that you've already covered, every morning somebody will lead prayer and and, uh, uh, invite people and the congregation and others, anybody else joining uh, for uh, praying in this topic. So you've prayed for the Father's Prayer, the Lord's Prayer, direction for 2023. Um, uh, Also, like uh, for intentional waiting and listening was one of the interesting topics uh, for me. Unity, families, singles, uh, marriages, peace of Jerusalem, coming harvest, church leadership, healing, um, for God to empower our prayer lives, nations, church, community groups, salvation for the lost, uh, God to be Lord over our thoughts and minds was uh, the topic for your youth wow. or uh, that came from your youth. I understand. You really did your homework. I time. did, <laughs> yes. And uh, Israeli government and IDF and finances and worship leaders and deans and, and young adults and 
And so these are a few of the topics. But then mm -hmm. uh, maybe you um, can elaborate a little bit, like how is the Lord's Prayer underlining all of this uh, and how is Lord leading you for this year? Yeah, uh, thank you for uh, giving us a recap of that. And the team did great. I just mm -hmm. want to give them a lot of credit because we spaced out the different leaders who would lead different topics every day of the 21 days okay. of prayer. Mm -hmm. And we did the 21 days of prayer from the prayer summit this year, which was a new thing for us to be in the prayer house when we did all of those sessions. So thank you to our team. And the prayer house is on the on the top of the it's building, right? It's on the 21st right? floor of the cloud building, yes. So and this is a new development as well. It used to be like the 14th floor was... Well, it, it, it's only a new development because they changed the number system. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we, didn't, we didn't actually move, but we, we got to go up right. seven floors, even okay. though we didn't actually move. So, nice. uh, so now the, you know, the value of the property is more because okay. we're a little higher, <laughs> higher by number. Um, so the team did a great job, and we were so proud of them for all uh, chipping in so well. Um, but, but coming into the Lord's Prayer for the 21 days of prayer, it was really, uh, you know, is our Father. Starting first with the idea that of all of the ways that we relate with God as our Savior, our Redeemer, our Healer, our Comforter, all of those things were secondary to the original relationship dynamic that we have with God who is our Father. He's always been our Father first mm -hmm. before all of the other was even needed. So we wanted to focus on that aspect of it, that he's our father. And then the closing aspect was your kingdom come. Mm -hmm. Remember whose kingdom it is. It's not our kingdom. It's not the world's kingdom. It's his kingdom. So as our father, we put all of our trust in him mm -hmm. gladly. And then knowing that it's his kingdom, we put all of our confidence in what he's doing, even in such a trying time as the corona season, challenges of 2022, and even as we get into challenges of 2023. Wow. So... Uh, what can you say about the importance of uh, of prayer, you know, before the start of a new year? Because you have this twenty one day prayer before every every year, so you really believe that it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. What we want to do is we want to make sure we're discerning correctly the direction we're going. So mm -hmm. we're including lots of different leaders, lots of different topics. Uh, we're including our prophetic council because we want to make sure we're getting all of the giftings together. Are we balanced in where we're moving, who we're serving, and how we're serving them? Now, in a general sense, we all do the same thing. We preach the gospel, we make disciples, and we teach the truth. Mm -hmm. But what we're trying to discern in 21 days of prayer is what is the Lord specifically anointing us to do mm -hmm. in that Great Commission? Mm -hmm. And as long as we come out of that with a few key points, uh, specific points, then we're very happy to let the Holy Spirit guide us there. Okay, so you basically, in the prayer time you really open and then after that you i don't know do a, a board meeting or something and make it into into action right right what have we learned what is the spirit highlighted multiple times mm -hmm. and then how do we take what we've learned with the skills of the team or the community and then put that into action we we talk about at king of kings one of our favorite things to talk about is uh action items mm -hmm. is is something actionable um god is not so much a God who lives in the clouds and he lives in theoretical. The Bible is a very earthy book. It's tangible. It always comes with an outcome. Mm -hmm. God speaks this word to you. He expects you to do something about the word, right? Yeah, you to do, you doers don't. doers of the yeah. word, not just hearers only. And so for us, coming out of 21 days of prayer, we say to God, how can we be doers of this? Show us the strategy. Okay, that's, I like that. Uh, has anything come to the forefront already? 
from the past 19 days? Well, for sure. So one of the things we've been able to do is we've launched a new congregation in the city of Modi'in. So that's a wonderful thing. Uh, We also just concluded uh, through Pastor Sam Kawana and uh, Malik al-Maluk, which is really King of Kings in Arabic, um, a a three-week outreach to the Muslim and Arabic-speaking community in which 110 new people, new Arabic speakers, just gave their heart to Yeshua. So those are some things that immediately came out of it that we've already seen fruit from. And I'm sure along the way throughout this year, we will find the rest of the action items and we'll see the fruit from them. Mm, Very cool. That's nice. Is there like, I see this formula working for an organization, but you think this is a formula that an individual or a family should also take? Like taking a time to pray and seek the Lord before the beginning of the year? Absolutely. So... If I could use my family as an example, okay. I'm married, uh, Rebecca, uh, 25 years, four children, and we we have regular family devotions, Bible times, waiting on the Lord, and prayer. We do this regularly several times a week as a family. We don't only rely on the local congregation to feed, spiritually mm-hmm. feed the family. And in those times, we begin the year also with some dedicated prayer, and we're teaching our children to not only speak prayer during those times, but to stop and listen. Mm -hmm. And this year, that was the theme for our children, was how are you learning to hear from God and then take what you heard and put it into action? So that's what we've been training our children to do. Our ages are 19, 14, 12, and 5. So it has to be customized a little bit by age, but we want our children to learn how to hear from the Holy Spirit, hear from the Holy Spirit from the Scriptures, and even even something in their heart they can hear from the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what we took into the beginning of the year. Oh, I like that. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, also, like you said yourself, or the scripture that you quoted from Isaiah 40, that um, even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall, and, and but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And so usually, um, um, and I've noticed there is scripture also that uh, every morning uh, His grace is new, and then sometimes it feels like by the evening uh, the grace wears out, and uh, and also like there are different mornings. It, it, we could say it's a morning of the year. And then there are different scopes. You can do that every morning, every week, every month. You can start uh, anew. And then we mm-hmm. have a few different New Year's during the year. We have a Jewish New Year. We have a Biblical New Year. Now we have this Gregorian New Year. <laughs> so many multiple ways to start over. And, right. and, 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 um, and it also, like in Hebrew, it says Rosh Hashanah, which mm-hmm. means ahead of the year. And so, like from the Bible, Jesus is our Yeshua, who, uh, how you like to call him. Uh, what's your favorite name? <laughs> good child has good favorite names, <laughs> many. And then uh, he is the head of the church, uh, but we could also say that he's the head of the year. So this is the head of the year, and then we are focusing on the head of the year. Uh, so you can do that on different levels, different sca- scopes at every day, every mm-hmm. week, every year. So um, I think the Bible encourages to do that and look to him and focus. You know what's so, interesting? If I, if I might just throw this in there. Yeah. When you study the commandments of the tabernacle and, and later the temple, um, it's very interesting that the Lord gives us a consistency of what work is being done there. Where, whereas it's the, the, um, the burnt offering altar, okay, uh, those embers were to never burn out. So mm. the priest had to make sure that they never ran out. The altar of incense had to be refreshed every morning and evening. Mm. The oil in the seven-branch menorah had to be refreshed in the morning and the evening as well. And then the table of showbread, this is the bread of his presence, had to be freshly made every Shabbat and then 
presented with new bread. So I think the Lord is showing us through all of these things, and mm-hmm. it works out very good in a new year. Mm-hmm. Monica, what you said was, his mercies are new every morning, and then it feels like we start to get weaker in the evening, which is why we were told, hey, refresh those things in the evening. Mm-hmm. So so maybe it's an instruction to have a moment of prayer and listening and devotion in the morning, and then don't just assume that that's all throughout the day, but go back to another meal. Go back to the, the table of the Lord with the showbread and, and refresh yourself in the evening, even if briefly refresh yourself. I just see patterns there in the Bible. Yes, definitely. And uh, as we, uh, most of the Western church uh, knows that the morning is the morning when the sun goes up, but in Israel and for the Jewish community, the day starts in the evening when the sun goes down, it's uh, over and the new day starts in the evening. So maybe for them, it's like the vice versa. And (laughs) and (laughs) But it's still, it's still a a good point that Bible talks about morning and evening and, and definitely uh, it it helps probably to focus uh, also your thoughts on the Lord also in the evening, and that's a better way to wake up, refresh, refreshed and yeah. reinvigorated in the morning. So it's maybe, uh, maybe it's a, it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would like now, maybe if you can please lead our viewers in this prayer for the next year that they will join us and in seeking what God wants to say to them for this new year, for 2023. And of course, you know, we encourage you to do this every day for, for some time and spend time listening to what God is saying, mm-hmm. right? That's maybe right. if you can take it. Yeah, one of the things as we go into this prayer is mm-hmm. um, it is very important the things we have to say to God, mm-hmm. but it's even more important the things He has to say to us. Mm-hmm. And right. so we want that priority to be in the right order, right? Uh-huh. So with that, we can pray, right? Father, again, thank you that you are a God who listens, mm-hmm. but Even more so, you're a God who speaks. And we're asking you to help us learn more and more every day to listen to you, to take that time, to invest a few moments of our day to hear from your word, to hear from your voice, to hear in our spirit what you're saying. And then, Lord, what we're also asking you is the clarity of what are the action items we are supposed to take based on what we're hearing you say. Can you help us to grow in 2023 in this area, God, the ability to listen to understand, and then to take action, that we may follow your ways. We, we want to joyfully follow your ways um, and to be ambassadors of your kingdom here on earth. We want to represent you well. We want to represent you accurately. Help us to do that by increasing our ability to listen to you morning and refreshed again in the evening to receive all that you have from us and knowing that it always has action items attached to it. Thank you, Yeshua, for guiding us in this way. We pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. And I think now we're kind of running to the end of the program. And I think that uh, many of the people watching us would like to pray for Israel. So do you have any specific areas and challenges? I know Israel is not lacking challenges (laughs) ever, but for 2023. Yeah. I think what we've noticed a little bit too here is, uh, and this is a great prayer point, Mm -hmm. is what's happening in the culture of a growing mistrust. Mm -hmm. Mistrust of what the government says about corona, mistrust about the uh, various elections and corruptions, and mistrust of what's happening uh, on our borders, mistrust of of can we we really trust what's happening in in, in news? You know, we've challenged people, make sure you're careful where you get your news, 
That's why we love you guys in the <laughs> studio. We want to point people to your studio for truth. But not every program and every team is trying to have actual truth with facts. Uh, Isaiah chapter 1 is a, is a great inspiration for all of us to say, God is a God of facts. Mm-hmm. He, he seeks out facts and he presents facts to us. He doesn't want us to lead, uh, follow him blindly. He's never asked for that. He says, follow the facts. Don't believe me just because I said it. Look at the works that I do. Mm-hmm. That's the facts that follow me. And I think what I'm sensing in our Israeli culture is there's a lot of mistrust right now. And that can be a big prayer point Yeah. because I don't want that mistrust to seep into the congregations. And now there's a growing divide between congregants. Oh, well, you think on one side politically, I think on another. Yes. You think on one side racially, I think on another. You, you think on one side of... Corona, I think, on the other. What do I think about immunizations and border control? We don't need that kind of division in the body of Messiah. And it's being rooted out of a narrative of, can you really trust what you're hearing and you're reading? This generation, as we know, is not necessarily known very well for going to hunt down the real facts, the real story. It is a 10-second YouTube clip. I've got my perspective with no factual background checking. Mm-hmm. So we need to pray for that because as Israelis, we want to encourage people, don't give in to the mistrust, especially when it comes to relationships in the congregation, relationships to mistrust God. That's what Satan's plan has always been yeah. from the garden. You cannot trust God. So we know that that spirit of mistrust is coming from the evil one. We need to pray in that for Israel. Amen. Amen. I think uh, let's uh, let's pray for that. Do you want to add such a, a point to that? Just uh, just that um, I have and, and many others have heard, have been reminded over the past couple of years and also about praying in the spirit, uh, praying in tongues, because mm-hmm. very often we don't know, especially in the midst of this confusion and different reports. Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He knows what the truth is. And uh, we are encouraged in the Bible to pray in the spirit with all kinds of prayer. And also it says that the Holy Spirit will come to our aid with intercessions and everything. He knows exactly what is the truth and what God needs us to pray. So mm-hmm. uh, I encourage people to pray in the spirit and then the light and the truth will come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, so please join me in prayer. Avinu Shabbat תודה לך, תודה לך על 2022, תודה לך על 2023. אנחנו באמת רוצים להקדיש את השנה הזאת אליך. Our Father in heaven, thank you for the past year, and we want to dedicate our lives to you in this coming year. We really want to pray that you will dwell in our hearts, that you will take away any spirit of mistrust, especially that's going on in Israel, but all over the world, and especially in your body. We want unity in the body of Christ, in the land of Israel, and all over the world. Please unite us and help us focus on you. And also, as Monica said, please pour your Holy Spirit on your body, on us, that will comfort us and guide us to your a way to your truth. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen. Well, we are running out of time as always. So <laughs> thank you, Chad, for being with us. Yes, thank you guys for having me. So much fun. Thank you, Monica. And let's uh, conclude with the priestly blessing. Yevachecha Adonai Vishmarecha. Ya'er Adonai Panav Alecha Vechunecha. 
ישא אדוני פניו עליך, וישם לך שלום. שלום עליכם, thank you for joining us for another episode of Jerusalem Praise. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.